When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Xavier Clark is down on the boundary for us, assistant coach at the Tigers. Xavier, thanks very much for your time. Thanks for having us, guys. We're just watching the, the boys uh, get ready to, to head out for their warm-ups. Uh, what, are your, what are you doing with uh, just 40 minutes before the opening bounce now? Uh, not much, but I'm actually going to head up to the box and uh, set my computer up and, and get my little station ready for, for the game and uh, make sure that's all set and ready to go. But everything's done, mate. We've had our, our line, line meetings, our final line meetings and our team meeting now, so it's just really up to the players to, to get themselves ready for the for the first bounce. It was interesting, Andrew McWalter's uh, comments during the week about the, the game against the Bulldogs. Rather than sort of dwell on the negatives, it was kind of like, well, yeah, we had one bad quarter, but apart from that, we actually were pretty good. Has that been the sort of the theme throughout the course of the week in the build-up to this one? Yeah, it has been, mate. And we're trying to get that balance, obviously, during the week around, you know, how do we continue to educate our players in terms of how we want to play and how we want to move the ball and in offence and how we want to defend and um, yeah certainly that first quarter yeah you know, it really wasn't up to our standard we know that and we, we, we recognised that and we acknowledged it um, you know we saw some vision during the week that's going to help us um, you know hopefully not have any of those quarters anymore but um, yeah look this week's been really positive because we know when we get the ball moving really well and we get the ball inside 50 you know our scoring um, percentage inside 50 um, is stacking up once we get it in there the ability to be able to get more opportunities is, is what we want to try and do and most teams do and we know Saints are really good at getting their numbers behind the board and defending that part of the game, so it'd be a really, real challenge for us. But we're confident, um, you know, obviously, the week we've had and the education we've shown the players and the vision and the stuff that Minnie's speaking about being really positive that we'll get a good response. We've got Nick Butler and also Mick Bartlow. Uh, to, uh, Mick Barlow. It's hard to <laughs> say. Uh, <laughs> to stuff. ask you a few questions. Hey, uh, Clark, a quick one on Andrew McWalter, who's, who's come in and, and done a really good job and putting his hand right up to, to take over the role full-time. What are some of the shifts? You, you've mentioned they've been doing a lot of work on education of players, I suppose, in the meeting room and out on the grass. What are some, some subtle shifts that he's looked to implement um, in the three phases of the game? Look, it's probably really simplified it more so than anything. In terms of the, old, the macro of the game plan and the way we wanted to play in offence and defence, hasn't probably changed too much, to, to be completely honest. Um, we've made some personnel changes and we're trying to find some stuff, you know, potentially in our front half and around the ball as well. But, um, you know, initially it's more just around reinforcing, OK, what are the things we do really well when we're at our best and really knuckling down on that as, as a line group, as a team and individually as well. You know, be really clear... I think probably the one thing to answer your question, but you know, what he's sort of brought in and, and challenged the players a lot on is actually be really clear on your role. What is your role? How do you need to execute that? And, and what are the, I guess, the tools and the education you need to be able to help you do that? And, and are we as coaches and are the, the players themselves, you know, doing that week to week to set themselves up um, to be able to do that on game day? So that's probably the one he's really knuckled down on is, is just really nailing your role and understanding what that looks like. Just another one on Andrew McWalter. Uh, Xavier, look, I got a bit of mail that he, he, there's a bit of old school about how he coaches as well. While he's a great relationship coach and a really good community, Communicator, he doesn't mind um, looking a player in the eyes and challenging them. Is that a, a fair assessment of how he goes about it? 
I think that might be the uh, Trelgan upbringing on him, mate. Maybe yes. I think. But uh, look, no, nah, look, Minnie's. I think all good coaches and, and and most coaches do have it. They have that. Um, I guess that eye of the tiger, that that side of them where they they know to be able to to challenge players when it's right and look players in the eye to be able to get a response. And he's got a really good balance of that. You know, he's been at the footy club now for ten years and an assistant coach. You know, he's done multiple other roles at you know the uh, the Suns and so forth. So he's been around footy a long time. You know, he's you know he's one of his. I guess one of the guys he does look after is, is certainly Rossi. He's, he's coaching that against today, and yep. you know he, he has a lot of that in spades as well. So he's, he's learned his, his craft, and he's got a good balance on bringing his own personal touch to it as well, which has been really good. Another one for me. We've been on air since 1 o'clock, and there was three men and a dog here uh, early doors. One of those was Dusty Martin. He was first man here, and he looked to have that uh, the eye of the tiger today. Can we expect him to spend a good portion of the day uh, inside 50 and maybe will hopefully uh, help uh, Jack hit the scoreboard? Yeah, look, he's, um, you know, obviously last week we couldn't quite get him up and, um, you know, off that short break, but he's fresh as, as, you know, he's, as he's been. He's had a great week on the track. He's trained really well, a lot of intent. And, yeah, look, he's made it. And it's been heavily noted, and, and Minnie's even spoken about this. He's as he's, he's invested as he's ever been, Dusty. And, you know, and that just shows, you know, you guys seen him here as early as and, you know, putting the time in and his prep and what that looks like. But, you know, to answer the other part of the question, look, he, generally he, he does spend most of his time forward of the ball. He has a little bit of a licence to be able to come up to stoppage when he needs to, when he thinks he needs to be able to impact the game or he, or he feels like he's drifting out of the game a little bit. So we sort of manage him through that a bit um, and try and get him to get that balance because, you know, does, when he thinks the game's in a, in a certain part, he, he feels like he has to be the man. So, um, you know, we've just got to continue coaching him through that and finding that balance. But... Um, He'll generally put himself where he needs to, but the majority of the time we'd be forward to the ball. You beat the Saints eight weeks ago at the MCG, so it's different circumstances here. The teams are slightly different, but obviously a different venue. So when you plan, how, how different is the planning for St Kilda under the roof versus at the MCG? Look, yeah, look, it's an interesting question. It's a great question too. Look, we're sort of, to be honest, not a lot. I think they've changed a little bit in terms of what they're trying to do behind the ball with their foot, uh, with their ball movement. Um, in terms of being able to chip that ball around and maintain possession and um, really get strong in their front half when they can. But our job really today, is, especially from the front half, is try and take that away from them as best we can. And probably a little bit, to be honest, the last time we played them, the weather helped with that. Yep. Um, the game ended up becoming really skinny. You know, we ended up being contest to contest. And, and we ended up finding space naturally by going through skinny and then all of a sudden, you know, they, um, Saints, one of their biggest strengths is their, their contest, their ability to be able to put pressure on the ball. And we found space. Um, once that ball spilt out. So if we can get a good balance between one, I mean, probably not playing too skinny, um, trying to get the game into space if we can, um, but also not forcing it because we know they're good on turnover and they get numbers behind the ball. So there's a little bit of balancing act, but like I think you know, many spoke about this week and it's been well noted that we just want to get back to playing good Richmond footy and, and being really um, predictable to ourselves. And just one final one from me. We, we can't leave the conversation without asking about Trent Cochin who... Announced his retirement during the week. He's not playing today, but do you get an emotional spike out of out of that? That even though he's not playing, or could it almost go over the top? The the sort of the, the emotion of the entire week and the I guess the sadness that that your skipper's not going to or the former skipper's not going to continue on. Yeah, it is. You know, in footy clubs, you know, have been the same. The people come and go, but Trent's been. Absolutely enormous, as we know, for this football club and individuals and, and the way he's played the game um, as an individual, but the way he's set the, the club up to be able to, you know, that really hard, tough, precious style of footy is off the back of Trent Cochin and 
You know, many acknowledge that in our meeting um, pre-game that, you know, really, he, he was the toughest Tiger of, a, of, of them all. And we've got a responsibility now that he's going to pass the baton on to someone else. So who's going to step up? You know, and it can't be one individual. You know, we all got to um, play a role in that part of the game. So certainly his legacy, you know, um, what he's been able to do for this football club has been phenomenal. And hopefully we can do him justice. Xavier, thanks for your time, particularly so close to the opening bench. You can go up and uh, set up the coach's box now. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Appreciate it.